everyone and welcome to another episode of We're Spinning Plates. I'm Kira and I'm Em and welcome to episode three of series of three. Series three, aka the comeback. Love that for us. I think it's important to mention that this is the second time we've recorded this because we just well recorded the beginning. Yes. We were just recording the beginning and honestly it sounded like a ghost had like there was thrown itself down the stairs in Kira's suddenly house. a thud and <laughs> we were like what on earth was that we thought maybe it was Oscar the cat for anyone who doesn't know it wasn't he had not moved an yeah. inch so there was a big noise it almost felt as though the house shook a little yeah I think it kind of sounded like an earthquake and it's also important to note that Kira did nothing and I ventured out into the uh landing, the can hallway. we just clarify though in terms of our positioning I'm kind of like penned in by your chair so right if i'd have been in that position i'd have gone and looked yeah but it just made sense it made sense for you it did um there's no murderers so we're gonna go again we're gonna record the podcast we hope there's no murderers (laughs) take two two. (laughs) um and i think it's important to point out that because of our positioning that we are in the same room we're recording together i am at kira's house just walked over it's so sunshiny Mm. and yeah what a lovely day what a lovely time to be alive and also to record it's kind of giving me like major nostalgia vibes for like last year when we first moved and the weather was so nice and we'd go on so many walks and of course once lockdown lifted you could come over here and we would record the podcast and it's giving me all 2021 summer vibes and i love that and you saying it's giving me major vibes makes me realize that i actually feel like it feels like may i wish it was may hashtag gemini season but i don't because then my birthday would have just passed oh yeah of course i suppose there is that there is the most important day of the year 21st of may <laughs> so welcome to episode three as always slightly chaotic beginning do you mm. think we'll ever not say that in an episode i think at a certain point we might even just like accept it i think there's still part of us that has this like rose-tinted view of ourselves as these like (laughs) organized business ladies who like know what's going on and the reality is very different from that but i think maybe one day we'll like understand who we are yeah but right now that's not the case that's not the case it's just chaotic um so shall we kick things off with highs and lows absolutely do you want me to go first yeah go for it okay so my low of the week i suppose in a way is also a low for you because (laughs) um it's kind of recovered now but i just spent the last week in excruciating pain with my knees because i went on a hike with Jay and apparently that was just one step too far for my legs. My right knee is always a bit dodgy but the left knee decided to join the party after this hike (laughs) Um, and they would not stop clicking to the point where I just like felt like my knees were in the wrong place all the time and then I had to like kind of wiggle them side to side and what I know from doing my yoga teacher training in anatomy is that the knee is a hinge joint so it's only meant to move like up and down it's not meant to go left to right um and I made the most horrifically loud click and it was doing that all day long like I could do that like multiple times a day so I recorded it and sent it to M just for oh, fun oh so is that my love that's yeah, your love just the fact that you world record of it. how quickly into a podcast we can gross people out yeah sorry about that guys I mean like you don't have to hear it but luckily it's it's gone now like I can't do oh, that anymore so like I don't know what's going on um how that happened or how it healed itself but it was kind of gross and just like it's annoying when you're in pain and you're like, well, what am I meant to do with this feeling? Like, yeah. I don't really know. So, like, that was a bit of a disgusting and uh, painful low of the week. However, 
the high of the week was well worth it. Nothing to do with the knees, so it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't really worth it. But it was a really good high. And that was that last week. Again, the weather was really beautiful. And on the weekend, I went out for a little afternoon drink with my dad and my brother. And we went to just for your reference, Em, because no one else will know where this is, but you know Micklegate Social? Oh, nice, yeah. We sat outside, and we were just sitting outside in the sun, having a great time, and then a man walks past with a cat on his shoulder. <gasps> oh, like in a rucksack or just on his shoulder? On his shoulder. Just oh, out did you on pet his it? shoulder. Pet I didn't it? pet it. I did take a picture of the man. Um, <laughs> did he know? He stopped to talk to us, yeah, and uh, I said, do you mind if I take a picture? Because Jay wasn't with me, and I thought that he would want to yeah, see this cat. Um, this cat actually has an Instagram account, and um, his name, or her name rather, is incredible. So, apparently, this man's ex-girlfriend um, named the cat because she was obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm going to need to Instagram this whilst you're talking about um, it. And the cat is called Mew Paul. Like M-E-W. Like the noise a cat makes. Mew Paul cat. And she just like walks around with this guy on How his shoulder. Um, I don't really know to be honest, but she seems to be living her best life. And seeing that cat just like walking around York on a sunny day, oh my gosh, living so life with her owner is... Is that the man? Yeah, that's him. Oh, um, wow. Is genuinely one of the best things I've ever experienced in my life. It was such a <laughs> serotonin boost. <laughs> I just thought like, that's not very common for a cat to be that um, chill. Yeah. And to like, I always think if I got a cat, like would I... <laughs> Just exposing my psycho self. Would I take it on walks? But then it's like, <laughs> would it come... Like, I feel like they, it would just... If I took Bobo, my parent's cat, mm-hmm. for context, on a walk, he would just run away and never come back. Like a cat, I believe, will only do what it wants to do. Like yeah. cats are very stubborn. So that cat clearly loves going out because like she wouldn't do it if she didn't want to. No. So... It was just so cool and so unique to see. Like, you see dogs all the time out with their owners, <laughs> out at the pub. You know, dogs do that all the time. Yeah. But cats, that was unique. So I loved it and would highly recommend checking out Mew Paul Cat on Instagram if you want to see exactly what I experienced. Having just checked it out in real time, I would also support that decision because mm-hmm. it's a very cute cat. It really is. Um, so that's me. High and low. Bit of pain. Bit of gain. Um <laughs> What about you? So, mine are entirely different. Mm. There is no gross bodily functions. (laughs) Way to call me out. (laughs) My high of the week is that I had the best TK Maxx haul I think I've ever had. Mm. So, like, I am a long-time lover of ideally home sense, but, like, I'll take TK Maxx because, for example, York doesn't have a home sense yeah um and i usually go in and pick up some coffee syrup from a coffee machine look yeah. at the candle section never really go further than that and actually the york tk maxx has had a shit selection for months so i really <laughs> have become disillusioned with the entire process then i went to visit last weekend nottingham who my friend from you know <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got yeah, yeah. all the way around. you went to visit nottingham who my friend I just broke. Um, I went to visit my friend Beth, shout out to you Beth, um, in Nottingham and we went into the TK Maxx in Nottingham and it was a wonderland. (laughs) It was a wonderland. TK Maxx wonderland. I'm so excited about it. No, genuinely, I feel like I would go to Nottingham again 
just, just to go. Just Like, I know it's very one-hit wonder and you, everything changes, like, mm. what's there. Yeah. Um, but I ended up getting, because I feel like I should do a little haul, throw mm-hmm. it back to, like, 2015 YouTube and do a little haul via podcast. <laughs> so, well, um, is that you? Yes, well, I have got hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I got a blue glass, like, candlestick you know it's like not a candelabra but it has the elegance of a candelabra the There's word like one candelabra stick. has yeah. such a lot of elegance yeah to it's it. an elegant piece right. of interior design <laughs> um so i got that and then and this is really niche mm. do you have you been watching as well as like vlogs in the past year of course I have. Okay, okay. Um, she did a haul when she went to London just before Ottilie was born. Um, update on Ottilie. I'm really enjoying the name now. I like that name. I do. I think it's a cute name. Yeah. I stand by the fact it's not a name I would choose for myself. But in a way, I think that's a good thing. Because yeah. if Zoella had chosen a name that I loved, then, you then couldn't use you, it. you're like, I can't really use that name. Or you can, but then it's like, are you copying Zoella? So I like yeah. that she picked a nice name, but a name that I was never going to use. But also, it's not so much that it's a name I was never going to use. It's literally a name I'd never heard of in my life. See, I weirdly had heard of it because of another blogger that I follow who has a daughter called Ottilie. Right. Um, but I really like the middle name, Rue. I like them, like, together. I think it's cute. I think it's cute, but I think it's hilarious that it's from The Hunger Games. Like, that's why she's picked it. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> but I just think, because Ottilie has, like, it sounds quite a lot, a lot of syllables, syllables. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, to have, like, just a... Boom! One syllable middle yeah. name. It's a very it's pretty name. Yeah. I like it. It's cute. So, yeah. So, well, how did we get onto this? Um, so, before she had the baby, she went to London and she did, like, a haul of, like, interior design bits. Nice. And she had this um, set of candlesticks and it's, the brand's, like, I think it's, like, Twisted Candlesticks and the brand is, like, Hay, like, H-A-Y. Right. And you get six in a box and they are so pretty. They come in loads of different colour schemes. Nice. And TK Maxx had them for, like, half the price. So instead of being, like, £28 for six candles, it was, like, 12 quite Yeah, quite. I would never pay that. Um, <laughs> it was £12 for six candles. So I got this, like, really nice pale blue powder blue and pink set so it's mm. like two blues and a pink and it nice. matches the candlestick perfectly love it which i love and then i got a kind of like the color of the cardigan that you're wearing which will not help anyone that's listening it is in my most recent instagram reel if anyone oh, wants to go cross pollinate your little channels <laughs> well i say little channels you're like famous um, <laughs> yeah Ridiculous. so kira's wearing like a pale blue like maybe like a pale mauve color cardigan mm-hmm. and i got this massive cozy faux faux fur throw in that pink colour and it perfectly matches the pink candle in the set so everything colour coordinates. I do feel like you have definitely got like a little knack for interior design. I don't think it's something that I've been blessed with and that's okay. Like (laughs) we can't have it all but people like you and people like Zoella they just add all these like little touches to the home and I just love it. I think it makes spaces look so much nicer so yeah that's Yeah I do... I do love interior design and I think when I get my own house, because the thing that's holding me back at the moment is I don't like that my flat has like beige walls and beige carpets and grey curtains and I can't change any of that, but it's such a massive part of the flat. Yeah. If you know what I mean? You know, like tying in the curtains and stuff yeah. to like your throws and your cushions. Yeah. That's all part of the experience. I feel lucky in this house because obviously we only have yeah. blinds and they're kind of like the wooden Venetian blinds. So they're quite... That's another nice word, isn't it? Venetian. Venetian. Yeah, it's quite nice. Venetian candelabra. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like they're quite neutral, so like, yeah, it's easier to blend. And also, but... you like chose your couch and your 
table in yes. the living room whereas all that was kind of given to us because it's rented yeah. um so i do love interior design and that made me feel excited for when i get on the property ladder do you know what i mean i am excited for you for that because yeah. i would love to see like your a furnished home like an m special i'm, I'm really excited to have an m special <laughs> <laughs> and also to be able to have a cat <laughs> In my home. Oh, of course. I mean, that is like the highlight of anyone's life. Yeah, really. exactly. Cats are the um, light of the Maybe I'll take it out on my shoulder, like Mew. Mew Paul. Mew Paul. <laughs> so that's my high of the week. And then I'm really struggling to like think of anything overwhelmingly, like trivially negative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I haven't picked up a book in like what feels like weeks, which is a bit of a low in that I love reading. But every time... <laughs> Obviously, I mean, like, our whole platform's built around that fact. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, every time I go to pick up a book, I just can't get into it. I sat there this morning with a cup of tea, with a book in front of me that I've been reading for weeks. And you know when the words just aren't going in? <sighs> it's such a sad feeling. And it's just one of those things where, like, obviously it can be, like, circumstantial. You're just not in the right headspace to read. Or, like, a book's just not speaking to you. And it's not necessarily that it's a bad book. But sometimes they're just, like, not at the right time. Yeah. And I think that's difficult. Because when you're in a book that's not feeling, like, exciting to read... Yeah. I think that then kills your reading motivation. And yeah. Like, and then it doesn't matter. Once you get to that point, it doesn't matter what you pick up. It's just, it feels like... Yeah. It's like, it's like if sluggish was reading. Like, you know, yeah. like the feeling of being sluggish, but converted into the experience of reading. Yeah. And, and then you get frustrated the more you try yeah. and fail. And I think from our perspectives, at least having to think about creating content for reading yeah. and like f about books when you're struggling with reading and it's not feeling very like inspirational then I feel like that comes across in the content and it just is a it's a domino effect of the worst sort it really is I am just not a fan of reading slumps <laughs> I really am not no. I mean it has meant that I've watched a lot of tv so I guess when we expand on our weeks further I'll have other recommendations but do not be hoping do not be hoping. Does that make sense? <laughs> have you forgotten her? Yeah, I have. Do not be hoping for a book recommendation from me this week because you won't get one. <laughs> so that's my high and low. Anything else from the week? I hope you have some other things from the week because we're 14 and a half minutes in. <laughs> I got one or two things I can throw okay, out Okay, go on. Okay, so um, first of all, on the subject of reading, I feel like this transitions as nicely. I've been having the exact same reading experience as you in the sense that like it feels like I'm just not and it doesn't feel like I, I want to or the books I've been reading haven't really been like sparking any inspiration for me. So last weekend I decided to take matters into my own hands and you know the phrase that's like if you choose a job that you love you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. I decided to go for, if you only read books that you already know you love, you'll never read a bad book in your life. So I yeah. spent the weekend rereading my favourite books. Love um, that. What was in the, the stack? So in the stack was Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney. Classic. Um, Misery by Stephen King. Rogue. And <laughs> The Flatshare by Beth O'Leary. Solid. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd kind of like cover a few different bases there with like a literary fiction, a thriller slash horror, mm -hmm. and a romance and kind of like dip into like three of the genres that I enjoy the most and yeah. pick like a favourite from each of them. Um, and 
I loved each of them so much. Like, obviously I knew I already liked them, hence why they were on my favourite book list. Mm -hmm. But you never know if you're going to feel the same about a book going back to it later on. It's a risk. It's happened to me before where I've been back and been like, ooh. Yeah, but this time... (laughs) Was it vowels or consonants? Vowel noises going on there. (laughs) Oh dear. Um... But I loved all of them so much, and I just was like, it was a real ego boost. I was like, you have great taste in books. <laughs> Validate yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what it did confirm to me was that Conversations with Friends is my favourite book of all time. Yeah. I kind of already suspected that. Yeah. But To be fair, it would be well up there for me. I think my way out of my current reading slump is that I am going to, tonight, well, I've just been to a bakery... My wrist just clicked, that was horrible. <laughs> I apologise to all of you. Um, I've just been to a bakery and picked up a really nice cookie and I envisaged myself going home and eating this cookie and reading one of my favourites and it's the one that I always turn to if I'm in a reading slump and it is... Oh my god, I just forgot the title. <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I just think it's so... That was so weird. Like You know when you're like, you just blank. You know when you just look to your brain and all you see is like a void? <laughs> But Daisy Jones and the Six is one of the most unique reading experiences I've ever had. Mm. And I just, it always gets me back into reading. So I'll report back next week on whether that reread of a favourite lifted me out. Because I have high hopes. I think you can't go wrong. No. um, Unfortunately, for me, um, I haven't... Oh my god! happened um i was getting a call on my phone so i tried to use the side button to, to reject said call but you know there's that feature on iphone so if you press the side button a few times it starts to emergency call but it announces with like a huge siren the police are literally it. about to knock down your front door because you've just sent out an sos i cancelled it before it actually went off but oh my god that sent shivers to my very soul like that was do you know what though i've never seen someone do that and if say for example my worst nightmare is for there to be an intruder in the house mm. and for me to be trapped in like a wardrobe or something and have to do that why the hell does it make that massive <laughs> noise? exactly you'd think it was gonna be like you know hey i'm gonna subtly call the police not <laughs> bwah, bwah, i'm calling the police there was nothing subtle about that, <gasps> that the intruder would absolutely know I where you were felt like i jumped out of my skin then <laughs> i was not expecting that at all i think it's oh like a soul of your body <laughs> What I was trying to say was that um, <laughs> rereading for me last weekend was an amazing reading experience and what it showed to me was that when I stop looking at my phone, stop watching TV and just pick up a book, I can actually read a lot. Um, so it was a great like reminder of like, do you not have time for reading or do you just not make time for reading? Yeah. However, what I was hoping was that it was going to like spark me right back into like wanting to read. <laughs> haven't read anything else. I read those three books in one weekend. That's quite a lot in one weekend though. It is. And I was feeling so great, but then I just haven't read anything else since. And I have got a couple of books that I'm excited about. The first one being The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley, nice. um, which I have sitting downstairs waiting for me. <laughs> and I'm just kind of waiting for the right moment to start it. Um, and then also, I always, I get them confused between 
Josie Silver and Rosie Curtis. No, it's Josie Silver that you're talking Josie about. Josie Silver, and there's a new book of hers. I can't mm. remember what it's called, but it's One like... One Night on the Island. One Night it's on the Island. It's a good job I'm here. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Um, and it's kind of like a, a romance where a woman is sent to an island, I think in, in Ireland, maybe? Or maybe she meets an Irish man. <laughs> I think she meets an Irish man, but it's abroad. Right, so she goes to an island, she meets an Irish man, and she's basically like, there's a storm, and they're trapped in this, like house or cabin together for an evening and they don't like each other but I think that's gonna change um, <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler um, and that is another book that I'm excited about I haven't actually got a copy of that one yet but I'm waiting again I feel like I, I'm in a, a phase of waiting for the right moment for books yeah um, I don't know whether to emba- abandon my current read I don't think it's a DNF it's just I can't like concentrate and just reread Daisy the right Jones time, and then yeah. go back but yeah reading slumps can be the worst yeah they really can to conclude but um rereading under underrated and should yeah. be more hyped I'd say because I really enjoyed it um, it's kind of like do you ever have those memories in life those moments that you wish you could replay mm. because you loved them so much yeah with reading you can yeah you really and you can. can replay those moments that you loved so much that was so profound that was profound you I, really clawed back yeah, from that chaos i did you're welcome thank you very much um so that's books you mentioned tv Lots oh yes it. i have watched a lot of tv so the first thing i've got my list on my phone is that i have finished all four seasons of the bold type which i mentioned a couple of times you have mentioned several i times, loved yeah. it and you need to watch it it is so good it tackles so many issues that i think are really important like I think it massively manages to capture that fun like just sense of friendship Mm. and how important friendship is but then it also touches on so many other important issues like it touches on breast cancer on like infertility slash not wanting children it talks talk it touches on like very diverse representation of all kinds and it has so many different characters it is just the most feel-good program and it has another season i think but it's not on uk netflix yet but it left it on such a cliffhanger and i'm so annoyed if anyone watches the ball type i want to know who is your favorite character mine is sutton i just love her i think she's amazing um but yeah so i've watched all four seasons of the ball type like (laughs) in three weeks so that's pretty impressive that is quite the achievement yeah and then last night i watched the hate game have you read the book i have not read the book i've not seen the film so i'm like the worst person person to talk to about this so the hating game is a book by sally thorne and i have only read it once read it a few years ago but i remember reading it in a day and i really enjoyed it it's this kind of raunchy (laughs) rom-com maybe not even that com maybe just a raunchy rom (laughs) raunchy rom set in an office and it's like it's set in a publishing company where two publishers have merged in order to save them both. Right. And you've got Lucy, who is like one of the high up, I think she's a manager at one of the publishers and Josh, who is at the other. And because of this merger, there is like a new role that's been announced called the managing director and they're Ooh. both going for it and they'll be in charge of the other person, but they hate each other and their desks are opposite each other, but they don't really hate each other. It's just a game. And I really enjoyed the book. The movie a little bit flat oh. it was like quite long 
And I really enjoyed like the characters because it was Lucy Hale, who obviously yeah. is Arya, out of Pretty Little Liars. And I enjoyed her in Pretty Little Liars. thought she was great in that. I thought she was great in this. I just didn't really connect with the movie. But Aww. I'm glad I gave it a watch because I, I like to watch adaptations. It is always interesting, I think, when you've read the book. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have to say, it did catch my eye the other day because it's been added to Amazon, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, but You say Amazon really weird. Amazon. Ooh. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> we're boring them we're boring them <laughs> um so i saw it it had been added to amazon prime and i thought about watching it but then you know there's always that age-old dilemma about oh do i need to read it should i just watch mm. it am i gonna read it or should i just watch it who knows i'll let you know if i make a decision on that before next week but it is definitely on my radar because sometimes especially for me on the nights when jay is working yeah and i'm home alone it's nice to like have something Having like on. that yeah. i would like to watch, watch the ball type you really will enjoy it yeah i think i will i think i will start that um and just like to have like nice uplifting things but also things that i think jay wouldn't want to watch so yeah that, you know watch the ball type i don't think jay would want to watch that <laughs> noted <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's been a great week of tv also watched <laughs> promise i do have a job <laughs> i also watched most of i still have a couple of episodes left of wandavision which is one of the avengers like miniseries which obviously i know that you don't watch the marvel films yeah. i became a marvel fanatic in january and watched like 22 marvel films in order to see the new spider-man at the cinema and it's changed me and made me a marvel girl which never thought i'd say and wandavision is if you know the marvel world one of the like TV series, like a spin-off TV series mm -hmm. that's set after the final Avengers film. And that's really good as well. Not finished that, so I can't comment on the entire thing. But that one was really weird and hard to get my head around at the beginning. But then once I got into it, really enjoyed it. It means nothing to you, but I have faith that some people listening yeah. might have also watched it. And I know it's quite popular, so like, yeah. I don't think it's like that niche um, yeah. just to me because I don't have any interest yeah. in that. I do like Elizabeth Olsen, so... She is just really as like good actress. a person. I'm not seeing her acting anything, but she just seems nice. Why? How do you know her as a person? What's she do? She's the sister of Mary Kate and Ashley. No. Is she? Did you not know? Oh my god, yeah, that she's... actually makes so much sense because she does look like them. <laughs> she's their younger sister, so I was aware of her in that respect. Do you know what though? I've been caught out by things like that before mm. because I could have sworn by looks, by mannerisms, by their names, that Pete Wicks and Joe Wicks were brothers. They are. No, they're not. They are. They're not. They <laughs> I'm are. Googling that. They are not. Sure, I think they are. <laughs> are they both from Essex as well? Maybe they are. I think I'm they just are. outing myself. No, Pete Wicks is not related to Joe Wicks. Whilst the two share the same last name and from the same country, it doesn't appear that they have any connection isn't well, that weird that see is that weird. i was convinced of and so now i'm skeptical with any with potential any siblings. siblings well yeah there we go but no elizabeth olsen is in fact related to the mary kate and ashley so what a talented fam i know yeah they really had it going for them um but yeah so one division anything else that you've watched no i mean that's quite a lot <laughs> yeah to be fair <laughs> i think it would get a bit sketchy yeah you, i really more. have gone for it on the tv this week it's felt like a week you ever have those ones where my voice just broke a bit which <laughs> i just carried on but i feel like i need to mention it um where <laughs> you feel a bit lonely working from home and so you kind of need something on in the background yeah absolutely which is i think why i've watched so much of the ball type because no, it's a very sense. good like I background like watch i typically only put on youtube when i'm working um, mm. don't know why maybe it's because they're real people that it feels more like someone's keeping you company yeah and then 
on the evenings is when I watch TV. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, although I have to say, when I was in the midst of my Grey's Anatomy mm. hype slash addiction um, slash dependency, um, <laughs> I was watching that literally day and night, day and night. Day it is. It night. is high stakes. It was. It was just so great. If I'm ever feeling like I need to feel something, <laughs> I'll watch all of the Grey's Anatomy season finales in a row. <laughs> That's, that's chaotic. Season energy. six is simultaneously the one of the best episodes and one of the te- most terrifying and scariest. Yeah, it's that yeah. one. Yeah. God, yeah. That one is terrifying and that's a two parter. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also season eight. Yeah, that one is, was big. Mm. That's, that's I think we're doing very well not giving any spoilers away here. And then season 11. Don't know if I know that. Don't know if I even watched it. Oh, yeah. No, that's when it got surreal for me and I stopped watching. Oh, the whole interesting. Thing. Yeah. Interesting. Um, have to say, Grey's Anatomy, I do think, had its like peak era like around probably from season six, five yeah, or six to ten, I would say. To yeah, maybe ten. Ten or eleven I would have gone as far yeah. as that. Um, and then I think it did for me have a bit of a comeback season thirteen, fourteen, and then it kind of like drops off again. I think as a lot of the actors that we you grow to know and love, like now, there's hardly anyone in it that you Yeah like, would really know, know and recognise. Or like that you really associate with Grace. Um but it is still great and I love it but yeah it's definitely got its peak time yeah and I have to say it it does feel a bit less realistic as it gets to I think obviously they run out of like believable storylines and I mm. guess like to keep up with times they just feel like they need to keep putting more and more into it um but I had that same experience I just was thinking about this the other day with Call the Midwife um not oh, in the I've sense never watched that an episode of that in my life it's not gotten like more dramatic but in the early seasons I really felt like it felt real like there was just like so much like emotion in all of the characters and it just felt like such wholesome experience whereas while I still enjoy it I felt like the most recent seasons probably partially due to the fact of like that they've had to film with like social distancing in mind and you can tell people like not touching each other it feels like a tv show versus before it felt real Um, and I think it's always a shame when you get that feeling about a show that you've loved so yeah I agree um, for me, I don't really have much to add in the way of television. I thought of another one, but, so... <laughs> <laughs> but one thing, um, and this one thing is another thing that we missed out on talking about during mm-hmm. our hiatus, but it is The Great Australian Bake Off. Oh, see, I, I never watched it. So, Great Australian Bake Off... I feel Bake like I channeled a little bit of Australian <laughs> when I replied to you then. <laughs> um, Great Australian Bake Off um, was on Channel 4 throughout December so I was talking about it throughout all of my vlogmas videos um and essentially they were literally just showing an episode a day for like two weeks and just like put out the whole season um and I loved it binged it it was wonderful the host is like a woman called Maggie Beer who's like the older Mary Berry type lady mm-hmm. um although she kind of dresses more like Prue she's kind of like in looks she's kind of like if Prue and Mary had like a baby together like that was kind of like the vibe then the man host is called Matt and he looks man host is a really weird phrase (laughs) the male host is called Matt Moran I think is his name and he looks he's like tall very tall kind of like bulky um bald but you could tell that he was ginger and he looks like 
a rugby player. Like, he's not someone you'd expect as, like, a baker. He looks just like he's come straight off the rugby pitch. Like, he's gigantic. So a little bit unique there. And there's two female comedians as the, like, hosts. So it's kind of like Mel and Sue vibes. Um, And it was just wonderful. Um, I would say probably, like, the English one as well is fairly, like, um, diverse and multicultural because, obviously, in England, there's a lot of, like, uh, migration and we have, like, a few European people on there and all that kind of stuff. The Australian one, I hadn't expected that as much, being that it's, like, quite an isolated location. But mm. on this year's season, there were six Australian people, one woman who had come from Pakistan, two English people, a Scottish person, and an American. So, oh, like, wow. a very varied range of people, which is so fun, in my opinion, because I I love it when people bring their like you know personal heritage into their baking yeah and the fact that there's like so many different people obviously means that you're getting a lot of like variety um i do think that when people bring their personality and as you say all the recipes that have been passed on to them to their baking it does make bake-off that much more wholesome like crystal last season and the bakes that yeah. she made i absolutely loved um so I do get exactly what you mean there i need to give that a watch i haven't watched that it's so great it's on all four um there's now two seasons on there because they did the one in december and then the reason it's come back into my life this week is that i was on all four just like having a browse and they started putting on the next season oh, so nice. it's great it's just easy wholesome watching um and i think the fact that it's like a different cast of um like judges and hosts just yeah. kind of like freshens things up a little bit from like the english bake-off um and i nice. just like i really liked it i'm enjoying it a lot so that's me in terms of television still me and jay are watching seinfeld which is you know great 80s 90s sitcom mm-hmm. um I had thought of another one, and that's it which actually isn't TV, but it does segue a little bit. Okay. Okay, so in the last episode, I quit the gym. Yeah. And you said to me that I should try Mad Fit. Yes. And I love her channel. So for anyone that is like, maybe doesn't want to go to the gym, can't afford the gym, or mm-hmm. for any reason just like wants to work out at home, because I think there are so many reasons why you might want to do that. I wanted to do it because I just, the gym puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on me, and I feel like it makes, it just takes up too much of my day, and I yeah. don't like that, and then I begin to resent it and not go as much. But I've really got into the habit of doing it on the days when I'm not in the office and I'm working from home, doing like a 30 to 40 minute workout and then getting ready for the day and mad fit is the one i knew her channel is just great and i i know that she has a lot of like taylor swift themed workouts and i haven't done them yet because i feel like they require like rhythm that i do not yet have i'm trying to like master the movements Mm -hmm. and stuff and then i will progress onto the taylor swift workouts but i just feel like she has a really relaxed she gives you enough time to like master the movement before she moves on to another movement. Yeah. I'm really enjoying them. And honestly, like it's put, I think it's really flipped my mind in terms of like feeling healthy and doing healthy things. Love that. Like I am enjoying it so much more. I feel that serotonin boost. Is it serotonin or yeah. is it another one? It's serotonin. Um, <laughs> I feel that serotonin. It makes me feel so ready for the day. And as a result, I feel like I'm more naturally just making sure that my ballot is ballot. That was meant to be, diet is really balanced. (laughs) My diet is really balanced and just like full of treats, but also good things for my body and Mm -hmm. like nutritional things. And I tried, and you can't have this, sorry, because it's not vegan, but it was delicious. An M&M protein bar. Oh, it was so good. I've seen 
Mars protein and Snickers yeah, protein. I've got a Snickers but protein, I've never but I seen had M&M protein. Yeah, I ordered them online in bulk, which was rogue because I hadn't <laughs> even tried one. And I have so many Misfits bars in oh, my cupboard that I haven't eaten because just I went say, off them. You've gone off them. Yeah, them? yeah, you can. Do you like the Biscoff ones? <laughs> yeah, I have so many of them, and I don't I love Misfits. I, I will pay te- you for. I think them. it's the texture, like. I just got bored of them. But the M&M's ones feel like a treat. And I just love them. Yeah, see, that's what misfits are to me at the moment. I think definitely finding the right flavour. Like, you might like the chocolate caramel one. That's my current obsession. Because it kind of reminds me of a toffee crisp. Oh, I love a toffee crisp. That's such a throwback. And it, like, it's the one, in my opinion, that tastes the least like a protein bar and the most like a chocolate bar. Right, see, that's what I like about the M&M so, one. The chocolate caramel one are really good. But yeah, Misfits for me are like the go-to because they're the best vegan protein bar for sure. Yeah. Obviously can't really com- like comment on whether it's better than other protein bars because mm-hmm. I've not tried them. I've tried a lot of vegan ones and a lot of them tend to be very chalky, yeah. powdery and taste like artificially sweet. And I find Misfits is really good for like a vegan treat protein bar. Um yeah, but the I, M&M one does sound nice. It's really good. Like, it has actual M&M's in, obviously. Like peanut M&M's or just chocolate You can M&Ms. get peanut ones, mm. but I got the chocolate type. Um, and yeah, I just feel really positive about the fact that I think I'm going to be able to incorporate exercise into my weekly routine and it's actually going to make me feel good rather than bad. So I feel like that should have been my... I had a few things I could have done for a high. I think the problem for you was that your whole week has been so great that yeah. there wasn't really, like... <laughs> it was hard to narrow down a high. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, I'm so happy to hear that. Because yeah, I think you did that for me. There's just, you know, different workouts, like, feel different to different people. Obviously, that's, like, an obvious statement. But, like, in terms of how it makes you feel afterwards and, like, I think the comeback ability of workouts, like, if you finish one and think, thank God that's over, I never want to do that again, it's not the, probably the right exercise for you. But if you finish one and you think, that was hard, but I had fun and I want to do it again, yeah. like, that's so important because I think it does, like, you know there's obviously room for like wanting to change specific things about your body if that's something that you want or like wanting to like get healthy for a particular purpose but also I think there's something to be said for just like putting in those like long-term healthy habits and like you know the general balanced diet not cutting things out having the treats but eating the healthy food as well moving as much as you want to and just I think it's nice to find that to find that just how it can slot into your life and kind of add to your life rather than be a drag like I was every time I went to the gym thinking am I gonna have to do this for the rest of my life but actually like doing those workouts before I get my shower and like got into the habit of doing the workout and then making a smoothie and sitting down at my desk for work and I just feel so energized to start work which I think it is hard when you work from home and sometimes you do just go from bed to desk like it is hard sometimes so I think yeah Finding that balance is really nice. It feels like a victory. It feels like a victory that was needed after a long time of just really wondering why I couldn't get into the gym. Yeah, and I think maybe, you know, you give it a good try. Like, we went to the gym consistently together for, like, a good few months. And, you know, if it's not for you, it's just not for you. But that doesn't mean exercise isn't for you. And now you've found something that you enjoy. And obviously, Mm -hmm. MadFit is one channel. There's loads of other ones like that. Um, But I did think hers was, like, a particularly fun one. Yeah, I like her. And I like her TikTok. Um... She does some fun things on TikTok too. Yeah, I just like it. I think it's nice when you, like, get... When you find a content creator and you really, like, just click with their content. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really nice feeling. And it's also, I guess, a really nice feeling when someone tells you that they click with your content. So, yeah. 
It is. It's like, yeah, it's nice. I think as a creator yourself, then when you like find and really appreciate someone else's, I feel like you feel like an extra level of appreciation because you kind yeah. of know like what work has gone into it. Absolutely. And like we were talking about this the other day actually, but like I have a yoga YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not really using at the moment because it's difficult to find somewhere that you're able to film your videos because you obviously need a studio space to like plan yeah. all of the classes, film them, edit them. Obviously because they're like physical and exercisey, there's like an extra level of like yeah. work that's going into it, like physical work. Um, and then of course all of the editing and uploading and everything. And so like to see someone who constantly posts like super high quality exercise content like hers, it's like you've got a real appreciation for like the how effort that goes much in. effort and yeah. like the skill level that she's got, like obviously in terms of the exercises but also in terms of like the um like video quality and everything it's great mm, so yeah thanks shout out to maddie yeah you've created some great content and you've made me like exercise again which honestly i was beginning to think would never happen <laughs> yeah that is a, a way i think to celebrate and probably bring this episode to an end <laughs> yeah any anything else that you want to say you ready to close I think I'm probably ready to close. Um, <laughs> Kira's done with us, guys. I could have chatted here for hours, but Kira's done. <laughs> I feel like my week has been, maybe, not, not that I've had a bad week, because I've actually had a really nice week, but I haven't done a lot. Yeah, that's Therefore, fair. Um, I don't want to bore you with the mundanities of each and every YouTube video that I've watched this week, which has been, <laughs> let's be honest, the majority of what I've been doing in my mm-hmm. spare time. However, the weather is sunny, the day is beautiful, and we're going to go for a walk, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited about. Yeah, me too. I th- as I said in the last episode, sunshine makes everything feel more positive. It's genuinely life-changing. It is. <laughs> it really is. So on that note, I hope it's sunny wherever you are and that you've been able to enjoy some nice weather. And even if it's not sunny, I hope you are reaping the benefits of like longer daylight hours mm-hmm. and the like impending start of spring, which officially begins tomorrow Does it? as we're recording this. But when the episode goes live on Wednesday, it will we'll be, be two days into Woo! spring. So love that for us. Um, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.